Hey, I'm Bryant. And I'm Noah. You are listening to the Bryant and Noah podcast. We believe in connection, community, and collaboration through meaningful conversation. There is power in connection. Having the courage to reveal our desires will help us understand each other. Each conversation draws us near a new understanding and a more purposeful life. Who we are as individuals can be magnified through community and shared knowledge. All right, Bryant, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Noah, how's it going? I'm good, Brian. How are you? I am doing great, doing great. Blessed to see another day. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is Sunday. We are recording uh, on a Sunday night. So um, today I was just in a space of being uh, in a state of being grateful. So, uh, how's your weekend so far? How was your weekend? My weekend, um, honestly, it's been relaxed. Um, started off a little stressful because I had to complete some paperwork um, for a new apartment that I'm applying for. Um, can I just say, New York requires too much. Oh, yeah. They require too much in every way possible. They require too much money and they require too many documents, okay? Um, but then outside of that, um, it was chill. I read my book. I listened to a podcast. Um, I relaxed. I got a lot of work done, but I actually relaxed. So it was, it was cool. What about your weekend? My weekend has been good. I mean, it had its own set of stressors, but, uh, beyond that, I got <laughs> through it and, um, I'm just really honestly just doing it, it put me in a place of being in reflection of what I really want for my life to be. And I know I'm moving very much in that direction. I'm definitely on that path right now. I think it's just more so about me um, thinking about the ways in which I have shifted and making sure that I'm continuing on a path to shift into something new of what I want. So it's like this year is that year for me. So just making sure I'm continuing with okay. that. Good. Okay. All right, so next, we're gonna talk about the question of the day. So the question of the day, simple question, but I feel like I'm gonna get a juicy answer from you. <laughs> so the question is, what drives you? What drives me? So this is gonna be pretty easy to answer because I just had this conversation uh, night before last. But so currently my relationship with my sisters and my brothers, um, it is, it's probably the one thing currently that I am wholeheartedly proud about because we aren't the closest, the six of us. The boys, we are like best friends. The girls, um, the oldest girl um, grew up in a separate household for a while. Um, and the two, the two girls, the two younger girls grew up in a separate household prior to then living with me and my brothers when I turned 14. Um, so it's always been very mixy, so to, uh, so to speak. Um, and in the last maybe year, two years, we've been able to just reconnect, share our experiences with each other, heal together, love on each other. Um, and it just makes me feel really, really good that my tribe now includes my siblings. Um, so that's that, that, that currently drives me every way possible, literally school, work, all of it, because I now get to share this with them. Nice. That's good. Yeah. So 
yourself? All right, so what drives me? Uh, you know, honestly, I was just, there's so many things that I could think of right now, but really what drives me is always connecting back to what I enjoy doing. That's what drives me. Like, I really enjoy okay. writing. I really enjoy um, reading a lot. Um, and I really enjoy getting to know people and learning about their lives because I just see other people's lives as always having some sort of lesson in it. And even mm -hmm. if that person doesn't realize it, just for me having a conversation, they may see something, they may say something and I'm like, oh, wow, that's actually, oh, there's actually a lesson in that and they don't even realize it. And that helps me a lot. So I would say that's what drives me. It's just remaining connected to my own passions and working towards that. So, okay, yeah. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I feel like my, my answer could have been better then. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move into the main topic. And the main topic is finding purpose in your work. So, of course, we have this broken down into three different questions. So, not going to say all the questions right now, but we'll start with the first, Noah, and I'll have you answer. So, okay. the first question is How do you find your purpose? And this could be in a form of, you know, uh, just advice to others based on your own experience, mm -hmm. or you could just talk about your own experience. But the question is, how do you find your purpose? Tell us. Um, honestly, in this, I'm saying it this way because it's how I communicated it to myself um, from a very young age. Your purpose tends to find you. It finds you in either a struggle, it finds you in an emotional battle. Um, it, oh, it really does like, it's, what am I saying? You really genuinely don't have to look for it. It just, it shows up. It's that thing that starts waking you up in the morning. It's the, it's the thing that um, excites you when you are probably at your lowest of low. Um, and I'm saying that just because like business, the over, like the overall scope of business found me at a very young age when between running a household, raising my brothers, going to school, being a theater junkie, um, Ultimately, being able to um, essentially control things, but build something from nothing, create organization, that just, that gave me, that, that gave me peace of mind. And so, you know, me going into the business world and knowing that I'm really, really good at it or just feeling safe in it, um, I didn't have to look for that. Now, I've several times have said that my purpose was to be a father or to be a model or to be, um, what did I say when I was younger? Oh, to be a lawyer. Um, those are things that I placed on myself. They just, I didn't naturally gravitate toward them. I naturally gravitated toward the things that just show up. Um, and so I think when it comes to purpose, if you are coherent enough in life, if you are paying attention, if you are in tune with self, or at least emotionally available to self, um, purpose tends to find you. And it not only finds you, it makes itself very clear to you. Um, I think what most people tend to get distracted by is either judgment or validation from someone else that this thing is their purpose. Mm. Um, you know, if you wake up tomorrow and you wanna bake a dozen cupcakes and you wanna do that for the rest of your life in that moment, 
if that thing is calling you, you know, people may question, hey, Bryant, you were just an editor. Now you want to be a baker? It's none of their goddamn business, okay? You know, it's none of their yeah. business. Um, but I do, I think purpose is something that we don't ever have to work at. Um, it's part of my spiritual belief as well as that, you know, it just, purpose is, and we don't have to question it. We don't have to fabricate it. We don't have to curate it. It, it arises. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your turn. You know, it's funny you were uh, saying that uh, about how you find your purpose. I, I agree with you in that it finds you and that mm -hmm. um, it makes itself clear. And even if it doesn't make itself clear to you, it always shows up. So it's just a matter of you having to notice it. But it just brought me back to a time when I was young. Growing up, my family, we went to church all the time. Like everything was about church on Wednesdays, mm -hmm. church. Fridays, we were in church for prayer. Saturdays, we were there for uh, street ministry outreach. Uh, Sundays, we were, like, we were just always in church. And I remember, you know, people just in the church would come to me like, oh, you're going to be a preacher. You're going to be a preacher. And I used to think like, yeah, that's what I'm going to be because that's what other people kept saying. And, you know, it just kind of made sense just the way I spoke and carried myself. But I realized I really just enjoyed listening to people rather than telling them how to live their life in a way <laughs> but then also um what i tend to focus on is not so much how to live your life it's about the principles that just get applied to your life and you can just exercise it in any way that you wish to create the life that you feel is best for you and i feel like my purpose is just always connecting people through that but just listening to you i was thinking of that time when i was young when you said that sometimes people think their purpose is just directly connected to what other people say they're going to be or even a profession. It just kind of just made me think of that where, no, that's not even what it's about. It's really about what resonates with you. And it's more so a personal journey rather than what other people pick out and see. Because you can mm -hmm. be a lawyer and then a baker, but your purpose will still be the same. Mm -hmm. Or if your purpose shifted, then that's a shift for you because, again, it's a personal journey. So, um, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Cool things. Okay, next question. And I'm asking it, so Brian's going to answer first. Okay. How do you stay connected to your purpose? <sighs> um, <laughs> so, there, <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking of something that my mom always says to me. Well, not always says to me, but she said this once and it's just always mm -hmm. stuck with me. I remember I was speaking to her and I was frustrated about something. And sometimes when I'm in a mode of frustration, I can go on and on and on and on and on about it. Like I just okay. run this on this loop until I have to make decisions to stop and say, you know, I'm not gonna talk about that anymore. I'm gonna replace this negative thought with a positive one and just go from there. But she said to me in that moment where I was frustrated, she said, show grace, show grace, where people aren't doing things to you to get, to just get at you. They're just doing the best they can as well. So show grace. So when I think about staying connected to my purpose, I really think about my values. What do I want to be known for and what's important to me? So 
at the beginning of the year, I listed down a list of my own values. And one of them was connection. Like that's how I stay connected to my purpose is by thinking of that specific value. Because if I'm not operating out of a sense of, if I'm operating out of a sense of self gain or I wanna be known for this or out of ego, then that's not going to drive anyone to, I'm not doing my part in mm -hmm. creating more connection that's genuine or creating more connection that's calling ourselves to a state of elevation. That's at that point, it's not a connection because then it's, it's out of ego. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know how else to say it, but it's out of ego. So that's how I stay connected to my purpose is by thinking of my values and am I living my life through my values? Because then okay. if I'm doing that, then I'm automatically sort of guiding myself towards my purpose, no matter where that may take me. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So your turn to answer. How do you stay connected? Um while you were answering and I'm listening to you, I don't know why I don't, I'm not having a difficult time trying to find an answer. I think it's because I do it in um, various ways. Um, I think currently what is um, keeping me connected to my purpose currently would be prayer. And it is probably the only space in which I feel or get to be like, completely vulnerable and purge myself of all distraction. So in the midst of prayer, I am, you know, obviously being grateful. I won't say obviously because most people pray and ask for something. I am praying and I'm literally just kind of going down that line and praying for others. And it, it kind of allows me to remove all of the noise, all of the static and everything that I'm left with when it's just me and God really is just my desire to leave the space that I take up better. Hmm. And so a big part of my purpose is creating a shift or change um, in people's spaces and places. Meaning I don't want to be a vessel that is just taking from this place. I don't wanna be a vessel that interrupts your life or interrupts someone else's. It is my intended job or intended purpose um, to add value, create a shift, and then project change. Um, and in prayer currently, it, that, it allows me to remember that because I do get in that loop where, you know, I am simply doing the work because I am collecting a check or I am doing it because I created it um, or I am doing it simply out of responsibility. And I probably fall into that a lot more often than not. Meaning, do you think that's, sorry, but do you think that's a bad thing? Like, can all of those things exist at the same time? No, for sure. They all can simultaneously exist. I think when I dwell in one of them too long. Yeah. Meaning, like, during COVID, for instance, I initially was working out of desperation mm. that was me trying to figure it out and it i stayed in that too long and my creative process was stifled then it became a point of money because money was coming in i from desperation 
Mm. I had created a lot of opportunity and the money was coming, but now that the money is coming and I have to be consistent with it, now I know that I just need to do the bare minimum to keep this money coming. And so then I fell into that. I'm at a space right now where I am working simply out of responsibility and the fact that I created it. Yeah. Um, and part of that is due to the fact that I am currently still dealing with depression. So there are days that I don't want to absolutely do anything, but I will do it because either my name is on it or I am part of the project. Um, and so prayer allows me to move all of those things out of the way and remember my why. And I, yeah. I wish I would have mentioned this early on, part of finding your purpose or part of reconnecting with your purpose really does lie in your why. Why are yeah. you consistently doing this? Why are you doing this? Why does it make a change? Why does it affect lives? Why does it make you feel good? Like your why really serves you and then everything else. So prayer connects me to my why. Um, I'm a spiritual person and I genuinely believe that everything that I do has to magnify the spirit of the Lord. Um, my grandmother will be proud that I said that. Pat on the back. Um, <laughs> but it does, like, and it gives me excitement. So um, that's a long-winded long way of saying prayer is um, what keeps me connected uh, currently. So, yeah. yeah. For me, the word that came up and everything you're saying, I was just like intention, intention, intention. It's all about mm -hmm. the intention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I hate to, I hate saying that it's a buzzword because I, I just don't believe that. I just believe it just is the word. Like it's all about mm -hmm. your intention. And it's, you have to pay attention to the energy that you put behind something, you know? And I'm just replacing that with the word intention, like pay attention to the energy you put behind it. Because like you said, you have to connect to your why. If you're saying, oh, I'm going to work because I want to make money. Well, then mm -hmm. you're, now you're placing your energy towards just uh -huh. money. And that's uh -huh. where, where you place your value now versus creating more connection or being of service to others. So yeah, it's all about elevating, I would say making sure that we mm -hmm. can do that as well so thank you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so last question and i think this is quite interesting so can your purpose change over time absolutely 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 ladies and gentlemen i want that? you to know I... when bryant and i stumbled upon this last question for you all i got excited because I am self-proclaimed king of the pivot. You hear me? <laughs> so because I believe that purpose finds you, I don't believe our purpose is going to stay the is going to stay the same as we progress. If you are truly honestly, if you are a person of progress, of greatness, you are going to elevate there is no way in hell you can elevate with the same purpose. There is no way that you can elevate and keep the same friends. There is no way that you are going to elevate and stay in the same raggedy ass relationship. God forgive me, it's not a little bit of, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get excited about this because in New York City, uh, thank God for it, New York City taught me this. Um, I don't have to be the same person every single day that I wake up. I don't have to be the same Noah yesterday, five days ago, five years ago. 
And it is a beautiful thing. I get to shed the skin that I am on a consistent basis. And my purpose follows me in a sense, or my purpose uh, morphs with me, if you will. So moving to New York City, I was solely about self. I needed to figure out who Noah was. I needed to figure out what loving self was. And that in the moment was my purpose. It was about me and becoming a whole version of me. And when I became a whole version of me, then the purpose shifted. And that's when I moved into the entrepreneur world and I was able to conquer that, that, that space of my life. And you know, different seasons require a different version of yourself and that requires a different purpose. Yes. And so I don't believe a purpose is something that is going to stick with you from beginning to end. It is literally going to change. And I get it again, because it's a pivot. It's going to shift your world. It's going to literally flip the table, if you will. Um, long winded way again of saying purpose changes your purpose will change and if you let it change you can only get better oh my god that makes me so excited to say because it really genuinely is so very true okay yeah <laughs> so i think um for me i i agree with you because this i was maybe i think i'm thinking of it a, a little bit differently but there are times when what I like to say is that your purpose expands. Your purpose, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not, I like not that. It, not that it changes because everything that you're going through or everything that you have been through is preparing you for the next version of yourself that you're mm -hmm. traveling towards. So it's not that your purpose changed, your purpose more so expanded because you gained more clarity, you learned new, new things, you became more grateful. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much more that's been added to your journey uh, as you went along. So does your, I like to believe that sometimes your intention has to shift as you move along because that's what's going to, that new focus is what's taking you to the next step of your purpose. Okay, so, I like that. Yeah, I, I just thought, of, I know it's really odd, but as you were talking, I thought there's a song, uh, Level Up, Sierra. <laughs> and, you know, some of the things she was saying there is like, you know, that's it's what's required for you to move on to the next thing. Like, you can't be who you were a year ago. If you want new things to happen, you have to try something new. Nothing changes. Absolutely. Nothing changes. So uh, sometimes you just have to shift your intention. Not to say that, uh, if you feel that your purpose is to like, or your why is to, uh, I don't know, connect more people and make sure that you're always being a light to them, then in order for that light to grow, you have to allow your purpose to expand, but it's not going to grow if your attention is constantly on this one thing at this one point in your life. And you're keeping that one thing as the focus in the next level of your life. It's not going to work there's going to be more required of you. So I think that uh, your purpose expands, but your intention can change as you move along your journey. And you just have to be really focused and be very aware, be very aware of how that needs to shift because sometimes it's in small ways or sometimes it's in big ways. And you just have to be, you have to follow your intuition and know when to move and how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. That's my answer. I love that. 
<laughs> expand. Your purpose expands. I, I I love that because then that just alludes to the fact that that's when life gets uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like when and that when you said it, it just literally looks like a light bulb at the top of my head. It's like, oh, I see what you're doing here, spirit. Okay, I get it. But that yeah. that was dope. Um, you know, there are times, like there there are people that have met me in the past, uh, or they meet me now. And they're like, Brian, you're so, you're, you're different. Like the Brian mm-hmm. I knew seven, eight years ago, this is not the Brian that you are now. And at some point I had to really look in the mirror and say, Brian, is this who you want to be? And the person I am now is because I had to do that work and do some self-reflection mm-hmm. and think about, okay, if I care about connecting people Connecting people is just as important as how I connect them. If I'm connecting them because I want to be hard on them or I want to be tough <laughs> versus showing grace, then mm-hmm. that matters too. So we all have to think about how am I elevating self? Because elevating self is what's is really just, it's something that doesn't have to stop at a certain point. I can't say, mm-hmm. okay, now I've arrived. I think we sometimes say that to ourselves, like, oh, I can't wait to arrive. But it's really, <laughs> you're always arriving. It's never a moment where, you Agreed. know, yeah, it's never going to be just a moment where it's like, oh, finally, I'm here. It's like, because mm-hmm. once you get there, you'll find that it's like, okay, what's next? <laughs> so um, it's always about elevating and moving up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So before we end this, we have to go over our tidbits. So Brian, you first. What are you right. looking forward to this weekend? Or rather this weekend, you just got slow down, Noah. This week, what's happening in your life? Uh, this week happening in my life. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> quite a bit. Again, it's just a matter of me just staying on task. But mm-hmm. um, I recently just had to like challenge myself on something that's a little bit, it's, it's quite personal, but it's something that I had to look at because it just made me think of how I could be better. And it's in terms mm-hmm. of, it's in terms of like, um, I know we always speak about setting boundaries and sticking to our boundaries, but as we're talking now about expanding and elevating, I'm realizing that I need to adjust one of those boundaries in a way because I have to understand that sometimes it's not just about, it's about me, but it's not just about me. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the boundaries I set was more so as an excuse for me to be stubborn on a specific point. I don't want to go and talk to it, talk about it in detail because I don't want to reveal too much. But um, I think it's I think it's really challenged me to really just look at it again and make an adjustment and understand that just because uh, I it just because I'm making an adjustment doesn't mean that I'm dishonoring that boundary. Mm-hmm. And I think I just had a little bit of an eye-opening uh, conversation earlier this week. So this week, um, I'm not going to say looking forward to it, <laughs> but this week I'm focused on um, making that better. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, what about you? Um, hmm. This week, honestly, to be completely transparent, I am just focused on mentally conditioning my mind to accept the fact that what I am asking the universe for, what I'm asking God for, where I'm at in my life currently, I deserve to be here. Um, after various conversations this weekend, it has come to my understanding that um, I'm, I've become that person that's waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I didn't realize that. Like, I think I lived in panic so long at the beginning of the pandemic that um, everything that, that is good or will be good, um, I'm questioning whether or not I deserve it or um, how long is this gonna last? When is it gonna end? And I've not been, I've never been that person. So this is very new for me. Um, mm. And it's not a, it's not a comfortable space to be in. My brother was there a couple of years ago. Um, and, you know, I think it, it's something that not many people are able to have a conversation about because we don't, we don't realize that we're living in it, but um, that's been an issue for me. So I am this week, I am actively encouraging myself and reminding myself that I am deserving of these things that are happening for me. I am deserving of all the goodness that I've lived in. I am deserving of everything that I actually want and working for. I am deserving of whatever is given to me um, and that I don't have to be a fighter all the time. Yeah. So um, yeah, that really is my main focus. That and I'm taking my baby to get um, some shots tomorrow. So he's gonna hate me. Good, he's gonna good. hate me a lot. So yeah, well, it's, that's it's my week. good that this happening. I'm sorry he's going to hate you, but it's necessary. It's necessary, okay. But, you know, something that you just said, you know, a lot of people think, because I'm that type of person as well, but, and sometimes I'll voice it and people say, Brian, stop being so negative. And it's like, it's not, mm -hmm. I realized that it works for me, right? And okay. right now I'm in a space of everything that I think of, I don't have to say. Like, I'm just trying to be very conscious of that. But there are times when I've seen good things happen and I voice about, okay, but what's next? Or this could possibly be an outcome, you know? And sometimes um, friends or well, family, will, they'll say like, oh, can't you just have this moment and just enjoy it? And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. I'm definitely in the moment, but I would rather be prepared <laughs> for what if things go awry? So um, I think it's more so something that that works for me. And I have to realize that sometimes by being in a mindset, not a, I hate to say mindset, but sometimes having an intrusive thought about, okay, if this other shoe drops, this is what can occur. is more so a mm -hmm. way for me to sort of have, think about a backup plan, having a plan within a plan. Mm -hmm. So it works for me in that aspect. But I realize now that sometimes when I have those thoughts, I just have to keep it to myself because sometimes other people may need that positive thought and they just need that. And I definitely have yeah. people in my family that are that way. And I have to, and I don't know where it comes from, but yes, I've more so been in a place where I, 
definitely felt what you felt there. Yeah. yeah. It's part of that whole control thing. And I am because oh, yeah. I'm a control freak. <laughs> it's no secret. And I do. I I share that 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 portion of you know having a plan within a plan. It's just I think part of it is knowing that that energy, it's being able to celebrate the good and you're still planning for the worst, that is still energy being put out there versus, you know, me just knowing, okay, so this is what's going to happen and I can respond one or two ways or two, one or two things can happen potentially. And I just don't want to, I, I think it's more than just planning. I don't feel, what's the word? I don't feel deserving of a lot of things like me and a friend were having a conversation about Marley, like literally manifested Marty out of thin air. I was literally sitting in a car with him. We were going somewhere. I was like, I don't have enough space. I can't have a dog. And we had a conversation and she was like, Noah, you have more than enough space. You deserve a dog. You can take care of a dog. I was like, you know what? You're right. Literally the next day, Marley was in my apartment. I did not plan it. And so it's, it's that power of understanding the moment you accept the fact that what you want you deserve and wholeheartedly accept it the universe god will give it to you and i don't want to always be on edge of financially i really can't do this what if this job falls through what if i lose this contract and literally that's my life mm. because again my income is tied to whether excuse my language a bitch pays his invoice or not, <laughs> okay okay <laughs> If, if no, I say it that way because that. it's frustrating, but but here's um, the thing that yeah. I try to remember is that there has to be a sense of being secure in your ability and not let that be attached to whether or not you're deserving of something. Mm-hmm. I know, like, for example, let's say I was looking for a new job and you know it was going to pay me a significantly a lot more than what I have now, for example. If I'm going in with the energy of like, I deserve this job and I deserve this amount, that's not going, if whether things goes left or right with that, I know mm-hmm. that I'm secure in my ability to do that job. And if it's for me, it's mm-hmm. for me, if it's not. Um, I'm more so in that space where sometimes when I'm thinking of, no, like like you said, the other shooter drop is not so much about this panic behind it. It's more so just for awareness. And then I know in the back of my mind, like, okay, but if that would happen, I'd be able to handle it. Like, yeah, I'm not there. That's not me. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got I'm it. full on plan on for the fire to occur. And again, because I think we we talked about this in one of the episodes. I am best in a crisis. Mm. And I'm so accustomed to my life, my early life, being a bunch of fires that when things are kind of just like, it was like, what's, why, why? It's, it's almost like, a, like when Marley's too quiet, Marley, what are you doing? Like, I'm worried. Like, it's like, you're giving me a panic attack all day. And then all of a sudden you're just good. You're, 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 you're in your cage, you're laying down. I'm in the other room. And all I think about is, is he eating something? Did he choke? Yeah. Is he in the toilet? And so with my life, the same with the work, it's kind of like, okay, so I got this client, but will he or she pay the invoice on time next month? What happens if I don't get this check? Can I pay my dad's rent? I mean, my dad's mortgage rent. Can I pay my mom's rent? Will my lights go off? 
Did I hear myself on this week? Great. Am I gonna have the like my mind? Okay. It is so. It is my only advice okay. to you quickly. My only advice to you quickly is, if you can be in a state of panic about those things, then you can also be in a state of positive positivity. Like you can definitely replace that yes. with positive. Thought. There are times when absolutely, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm not going to say things out loud because I do believe in the power of words, but that bad thing that I thought about, it's like, okay, but what if actually the complete opposite happened and things are fine? Or in fact, things aren't just fine. Something that's great and unexpected actually occurred. Like, I would rather believe in that because like you said, it's about the energy. So it's just about, Mm -hmm. um, and also being careful about what you can manifest because those all those those specific things may not occur how else did it get manifested in your life and also i want you i want to challenge you do not equate constantly fixing a crisis with success mm-hmm. because those mm-hmm. aren't one and the same so that's just something that you're able to do no matter what comes up you're fully capable because you can handle the challenge. But I also want to challenge you to know that your value is, even if there was nothing to fix, it's okay to just be at rest. Mm-hmm. And not and at rest, I'm not speaking in terms of like, um, like relaxation and being chill. I'm just saying in terms of, you know, that panic mode where, um, yeah, where things are like, like, um, like a lifeline where the mm-hmm. lines are kind of jumpy. He said it's lifeline, okay guys, as if I'm 45 years old. You're not saying you have to flatline. Oh, yeah. It's okay for things to be at a normal pace and be okay in that. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree 1,000%. And I am working, yeah. that's what I'm working on this week is being, okay. it's that space of knowing that I don't have to be on attack. I don't have to be in fight mode. If yes. you've ever had a conversation with me or you've ever interacted with me, I am essentially in always. I'm in fight mode. I figure it out. I am resolving something. It's. I live in that space, and it makes me happy. But it doesn't. I don't need to be in that space all the time. So. Okay. Um. But yeah. So that's my week. That's my week. Yeah. All right. So, uh, that's our episode, everyone. So. It is. You can, you can visit our website, bryantandnoah.com. You can follow us on social media. So that's Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Brian and Noah, Instagram at Brian and Noah, and they can search us on Facebook as well on Brian and Noah, the podcast. So go on and check those out and interact with us. Be sure to share, comment, and like, subscribe, all that. Talk to you later, guys.